Welcome once again to Till Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, this week's episode is completely different than our usual format. Uh, we did plan on having Mark Verthaler from uh, Whiskey Del Bach on the show, and we did do that, and we're going to just do our normal drinking segment with him, and then come back and do the rest of the show the way the regular way, and then things got off the rails, it got away from us, we had way too good of a time, and ended up with like an hour and a half just talking to him. So, different episode than usual, if you want to hit us up on Instagram and tell us that was weird, don't do that again, or say, hey, that was great, do it again, or just say hi and chit-chat, let us know what your favorite bands are, hit us up on Instagram, at Chill Filter Podcast. Other than that, if you want to support the show monetarily, and get in our monthly drink-alongs at the $10 tier level on patreon.com slash chillfiltered. Either way... Apologies for the episode if it's not your cup of tea, uh, but Cole and I had a good time, and I think Mark did too, so hopefully you like it. Anyway, here's the episode. And we're back from break, and I'm really excited. Uh, it's funny we're recording this first, and maybe you'll be able to understand that after the, the continuity I, of. I have a feeling when something. we get to the beginning of the episode, and we've already sipped our way through our entry buzz yeah. and another yeah. two ounces, it'll it'll show up in the. Yeah, exactly. People yeah. will people will understand that we are yeah. less liquored up now than we will be, or that we had been in the in the entry or the intro. But anyway, without further ado, we're bringing in Mark Veertaler. And I'll bring him in because that's important. But Mark, hey, how are you doing today? Thanks good, for coming good. on. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me on. It's an honor. It really is. Oh, uh, the honor is ours. That's people that, know that, we're that. fanboys of of Whiskey Del Bach. Absolutely. So appreciate yeah. that. So you've been so so you've been on. So the funny thing is, we've done an episode, uh, interview episode with Whiskey Del Bach before, where we had Stephen Paul mm-hmm. and Veronica Townsend on. And right. it sounds like Veronica's moved on, and that's cool. Uh, but it sounds like Mark is cool. in the uh, driver's seat of the distillation process at Whiskey Del Bach. So it's been a few years now, right? Uh, so we're actually coming up on two years. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So this month will be 19 months since I took the reins as head distiller. So Oh, that's right around when you my do. daughter was born. Oh, well, good. It's a, yeah. it's a celebratory time all around then. Exactly. <laughs> so, Mark, because you don't, you, yeah, oh, go ahead, less Cole. than two go years, ahead. you always count by months. So, right. In, in exactly. any situation. So, <laughs> that's cool. I don't know. It's kind of weird. You say one and a half, man. <laughs> Mark, well, yeah. And Mark says it's coming up on two. That's not months, Cole. Like, you just got to let, <laughs> let that go, man. Your baby's true. a toddler. Man. So, so Mark. So, no, yeah, go ahead, no. Bobby. <laughs> Mark, you mentioned that this is your fifth distillery that you've distilled at? Third distillery. Third distillery. Okay, so where were you previously? So I, my first distillery, um, I helped open Boot Hill Distilling in Dodge City, Kansas, which is my hometown. Okay. Um, Yeah. Are you a a Jayhawk then? I am. Bachelor of Science in Journalism from KU. (laughs) That's why you know good words. That's why I'm pretty (laughs) with my words. Uh Uh, so yeah, oh, so awesome. I, I, I helped them open that back in 2016 and was the director of marketing and distiller there for three years. And then I left Boot Hill to take over the reins at 10th Ward Distilling, excuse me, 10th Ward Distilling Company out in Frederick, Maryland. 
and oh, I was wow. there for three years and then nice. left Frederick to come down here to Tucson to take over uh, as head distiller at Whiskey Del Bach. Okay. So how did that happen? Like that's a, I mean, how'd that process going from the East coast to the Southwest? You know, yeah. it's kind of funny. Um, so, you know, I was doing some consulting gigs. Um, I had moved on from the distillery and was just kind of looking for a new experience and had picked up some consulting things and was doing some training with some distillers. And, you know, at, at, at Boot Hill, I helped run the tasting room, which was a full cocktail bar. And so kind of a lot of the training was focused around, hey, here's how you can open a tasting room. And here's good ways to create experiences for people as they come in. And uh, so I was doing some of that consulting work and um, a dear, very dear friend of mine and one of my mentors, Maggie Campbell. Um, if you don't know who Maggie is, she used to be the... Familiar. She was the head distiller at Privateer Rum for quite a while. Okay. She's now the estate manager at Mount Gay Rum. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, but she was actually doing some consulting with Whiskey Del Bach. So uh, Veronica had moved back to the East Coast, ironically, mm -hmm. um, to be closer to family. And uh, Whiskey Del Bach was looking for a head distiller. And Maggie was doing some consulting. And so I got a text from her one day and she was like, hey, I, I know you're kind of interested in not doing the consulting thing and, and getting back into the day to day distilling. Uh, have you ever considered the Southwest? I said, I can't say I ever have, but I haven't not considered it. And uh -huh. she's like, have, what about whiskey? Do you want to make whiskey? And I was like, I think I know the distillery you're talking about. Because even, even back in, in Maryland, I had heard of Whiskey Del Bach and heard mm -hmm. very good things. So this um, is about 2021? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this would have been beginning of 2021. And yeah, so she, she's like, well, if you're, if you're comfortable with it, I will introduce you to Steven, our co-founder, and Kent, who is our CEO. And I was like, yeah, please do. Yeah. Seriously, and we... And yeah, we, we just opened up the lines of communication and, and I started interviewing for the position and uh, took over here in July of 2021. Nice. Remind me of the name of the Kansas distillery again. Boot Hill Distillery. So what did you distill there? A little bit of everything. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, nice. so Boot Hill was cool and they're still going strong. Um, they're awesome. still just knocking out great product. They got started because of three farmers. So there were three farmers nice. in Southwest Kansas who basically were like, you know, we're tired of selling our grain to uh, on the commodity market. We want to be able to do something else with it. And kind of the thought process there is you have two options. You start a cattle feeding operation mm -hmm. or you start a distillery. Which and, is like, that's awesome because it's like foundations of excess crops and distilling. Exactly. That's, like, that's really cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, so uh, I had spent seven years in public relations and marketing oh, uh, nice. for an agricultural company back in Dodge and <clears throat> wasn't happy doing that. You know, it uh, was, I, I enjoyed it for the most part, but there wasn't a lot of job satisfaction and, and yeah, so they reached out and they were like, hey, do you have any interest in coming on? And I was like, oh, my God, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> and so we we made a little bit of everything. You know, we they started Boot Hill with the idea of it being a whiskey distillery. Like that was kind mm. of their we want to make Makes sense with grain. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of craft distilleries that are starting up, you've got to figure 
it's going to take a while to get the age spirit. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I got brought on, um, we just started playing around with recipes. And so the first product that we made was a vodka. It was a 100% wheat vodka, wheat nice. grown on their farms. Uh, after that became, came uh, the whiskey, which we started laying down on oak, and we had a couple of young releases. Uh, we had what was our white whiskey, which is still sold, which was aged about a week to a month. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then our red eye whiskey, which red eye was an old old west term for mm -hmm. pretty much any sort of whiskey and that was kind of a younger bourbon essentially and then i left before the straight bourbon came out and so now oh, they're wow. doing a straight bourbon a straight wheat whiskey um one of the, th the two of the things i was probably most proud of that i got to make there though was the gin uh oh, cool. the gin won a bunch of awards and was uh, you can ask my wife my wife's a gin drinker i went mm. through i think 14 or 15 recipes Oh, before cool. she was like yeah that one's that's 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 the good one. okay so oh so cole and i both like so we love mixology we love oh yeah the idea cole, for one year for christmas cole got us uh, a bottle of vodka and a bunch of botanicals oh, right. to a steep mm -hmm. so what was your gin recipe how was it was it more uh, <laughs> of a london dry an american what'd you have uh it was more of a new american style nice. um okay. one of the things that we I will admit I like a really punchy London Dry. I like a lot of juniper. Yep. Um, some he does. People, Robbie yeah, does. Some <laughs> My daughter's that. named Juniper. I love Juniper. <laughs> we tried to get his other daughter to be named Rye. Oh, <laughs> boozy girls yeah the twins too so <laughs> but go on go on meet meet juniper and brucolatic yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um <Buddha> so, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so it was it was a little and my lighter. son fighting cock yeah <laughs> what that's was i whole, that's not that's not whiskey related though that's a whole other story <laughs> uh, yeah it has nothing to do with that um, oh it's funny so yeah, it was a little lighter on the juniper, um, a little bit of lavender. Really what mm. set us apart, though, was we use sarsaparilla in it. Oh! Yeah, so Dodge City, That's Old West Town. Oh, totally. And that Root was beer. like, exactly, that was kind yeah. of what we wanted. was like, we want something that is going to be very of Dodge City. And so yeah. there's a little bit of sarsaparilla in that gin, and it adds this little kind of root beery, earthy well, note to great it. in a gin, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, You're right yeah. there, cool. <laughs> um, Sorry, guys, my audio is uh, is screwing right. up. All right, well, well Cole's so fixing 18. his audio. I got a question. So, uh, Cole and I we're back. We're on. lucky enough to get on to Matt Madness this year. Yeah, and I've got a, and we're, we're like we're doing a YouTube thing, so that kind of qualified helped us qualify for that. I've got a face mm -hmm. for podcasts, <laughs> and I've got a hairline for hats. <laughs> And on Matt Madness, we are like Delbach fanboys. So I've, I've been wearing, oh, yeah. I've been wearing my Delbach oh, shirt. Hey, hey, now, here's you. the problem, though. Where the camera's at, you can't necessarily see my shirt, but you could see my hat. And on your merchandise, you only have dad hats. And I'm not a fan of that. I know. I know it's... Will there be a five panel or something coming out soon? Because I got to represent and you guys are Hey, you favorite. know marketing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we had one. We had a we had a fight that was striking. I it's it's in my closet in the bedroom, and Ooh. when I wear it out, I still get people going. Why can't I get that one anymore? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why great. can't we get that? That's I, so, that's what I was looking for because oh, yeah, we'll I 
I'll pass it along to marketing. Uh, Jenny, who's our head of marketing, she's brilliant. Yeah, I'm always like, I'm sure she hates me because I'm always like, hey, have we ever considered this for merch? Because I think this would be really good merch. You do have good (laughs) merch. Like, I love, like, like you go to your merchandise section on the webpage and it is the dog toy like featured on it which is awesome yeah cole's got his stickers I haven't figured out where to stick these yet that's but the thing is it's legit. hard to figure out where to put them yeah no yeah. and i will say this too maybe you heard about whiskey dale bach from our podcast because we were one of the mm. first like i would if you go look at podcasts we were the first podcast to have whiskey dale bach nice. and we freaking love you guys it's good yeah. stuff and i would nothing's I would been bad believe it i i it's one of those things like trying to track down where you first heard of it. Like it, it, it mm-hmm. at some point had crossed either looking at social media, listening, cause I'm a obsessive consumer of podcasts and uh. I, I'm sure it came across somewhere. And I was like, Oh, okay. One American single malt, like yeah. so few people were doing it Two. Mm-hmm very just leaning into the southwest um, mm-hmm. i know there are some people who bristle at terroir in whiskey but i like if that you dist- if you distill yeah. with an idea of a love letter of the place where it's from it has terroir. Yeah. and oh, it's one of the reasons i was attracted to del bach was you know have had heard great things um i was able to track down a couple of bottles in maryland bring them back taste on nice. them i'm like okay i love what they're doing and then I met Kent and Steven and just fell in love with him. I mean, like, oh, that's great. You can't not like, St- like Steven is one of the most genuine human beings you will ever. Oh, meet. yeah, and, absolutely. And and Kent is so damn savvy. And uh-huh. I've worked for some unpleasant <clears throat> CEOs in the past, and uh-huh. and, Kent, and Kent's excellent. Kent Kent cares. He really does, which is, I think, unique sometimes in a CEO. So, oh, well, awesome. I think like we'll reach out and we'll talk to people from different distilleries and i will say kent is very responsive um the the only one the only person that i think is on that same level is fawn weaver from uh yeah uncle Uh, nearest uncle nearest yeah yes Mm -hmm. she's great too Uh, just folks like that where like they actually like you reach out and they reach back and touch you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um so I got a question mark. So I, I guess we're talking about your resume in a lot of ways, but we, we you know, we all know, and those who've listened know that we love Whiskey Tobacco. and we'll talk more about that. But I'm curious, you know, we talked before, at least through the emails and stuff like that. And, and I've seen your Instagram and you come across to me as a very educated man, which is pretty cool. Like, you, you know, you, um, Use good words and stuff, and, um, <laughs> all the best words. Yeah, but and it's not it's not even a. Um, uh, there's probably a really good word for this. It's not even a uh, conceited Uh-oh. or or not conceited. Uh, maybe conceited is the word. It doesn't seem like that at all. Um, is it more eloquent? But uh, why? So you 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 got your degree in journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, you worked in marketing and stuff like that for a little bit. When like. I, Two questions. When did whiskey <laughs> make a like like when did you when were you blown away by whiskey that you're like, I love whiskey? And then when you when were you blown away by whiskey so much that you're like, I want to make whiskey? So yeah. two parts. Uh, so it's one of those it's a question I get a lot. I get asked a lot, uh-huh. especially in terms of like if if you're giving advice on someone who wants to get into the industry, totally. what advice do you give them? Um 
it's a terrible question for me to answer because it's very roundabout and it's not like a, okay. I set out to do this and this is what I was going to do. And it, I fell into it like a lot of us oh, cool. in distilling. Um, so when I, when I graduated from, from KU, no, I only Chuck, fell into uh, alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's I missed true. the hole for <laughs> distilling and I fell into alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I, I graduated KU. I was an investigative reporter. Um, and around 2007, 2008, there wasn't a lot of demand for that. Uh, totally. Investigative reporters piss off advertisers. They, they just tend to rub people the wrong way. And yeah. so uh, moved back to my hometown of Dodge City, uh, actually was the managing editor of the paper there for just about a year. That's, That's impressive. Cool. I, it just uh, completely killed me, though. I mean, like oh, I, yeah. I was working from seven in the morning to two in the morning, almost seven days a week. It was. Yeah, I, I had just gotten <laughs> That's married. That's how we are in this podcast. Yeah, too. yeah we totally work real, real hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had and I had just gotten married. I had a young stepson and I just I felt awful that I wasn't around. And so I did what a lot of journalists do. I got into PR and marketing. Um, there was a big agricultural company, uh, that was in my hometown that I took over as their director of communications, but my wife and I have always been really big foodies. You know, we, we nice. bonded over cooking for each other. Um, we bonded over cocktails and this was around the time. So this was been 2008, 2009. So the cocktail Renaissance is finally making its way from the coasts into the Midwest, um, totally. in, in, in 35,000 people, Dodge City, Kansas, nice. you're starting to hear of craft cocktails and craft spirits. And around the same time, I'm like, well, I've left journalism. I want to keep writing. It'd be fun to write about booze. Nice. And so I started doing freelance writing on the side about craft cocktails and craft spirits. And about a year after I started doing that, the theater, the live theater that my wife and I actually met at, they oh, cool. were like, we're going to open a bar. And I asked, like, do you mind if I take the helm of it? And they were like, oh, God, yes, please. Just oh, nice. <laughs> somebody's yeah. got to. Exactly. <laughs> and so for, oh, my God, five, six years, my wife and nice. I headed up that bar program. And wow, we, we focused on bringing in craft spirits. We focused on trying to elevate the drinking patterns of people in Dodge and so yeah, so I'm we're doing this at the same time that I'm doing PR and marketing in the agricultural world. Oh wow, still doing. And that. so, you know, obviously the deeper you get into that, you start to meet people, you start to know people and to me, I just got more and more obsessed with the idea on the cocktail side of the more control I can have, the better, maybe not better, but potentially better i can yeah. make those cocktails like if i'm in control of the, the syrups and if i'm making those bitters and so when this opportunity at boot hill came up it kind of just to me was like one again i don't have a lot of job satisfaction with what i'm doing and yeah. two you can't get much more granular than making the spirits themselves <laughs> totally and and so when I got hired, you know, it was about a 50-50 split of 50% of my time I was in the still room, learning how to distill, making the spirits, and 50% was on marketing. And nice. there was just something about it that clicked. Um, just, I think it was probably the first time that we sold a bottle. And nice. to stand there and like this, 
literal blood, sweat, and tears that we've been putting Ew. months and months and not in the product. Yeah, stayed out of the bottle. I, except for my unique blood whiskey. Huh? <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, just no, enough was... sugar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was it was just yeah. There was something about you know you put all this effort into it and you put all this love and care into it and to see someone enjoy it and then to me like one of the ultimate compliments is that someone is willing to pay for it. That, yeah. Like someone was like, oh, this bottle of vodka is thirty five dollars. Yeah, here one hundred percent. That's the best. And, and yeah, and it just. <laughs> The more I got involved with it, the more I enjoyed it. And the more I got involved with it and enjoyed it, the more I realized what I didn't know. And uh-huh. one of the things that I also fell in love with the craft distilling industry is PR and marketing is cutthroat. It is for better, or for worse, you uh-huh. know, survival of the fittest. And you don't get a lot of that in craft distilling you have you have some outliers that are unpleasant to work with and are standoffish uh-huh. and but as a whole the industry is so supportive and uh-huh. i'm ta- yeah and i'm talking to these other distillers and i'm panicking multiple times because i've never done this and i'm like why yeah. is this doing this and i'm having distillers coming back to me going oh well yeah we had this issue here's what you did here's how we fixed it boom 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 you've got it done and yeah, it just, it was this marriage of science and art and the people within the industry was just like, this is what I want to do the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, oh, that's awesome. I love that. And now, heck, you're head distiller of like our pretty much favorite <laughs> single malt in the country. Like, yeah, that's awesome. And that was a huge honor. Like that was when I got the job offer, it was like, oh my God, like, this is this is such a huge honor and i inherited such an amazing distilling team too like you know that's like you know as head distiller we tend to be a little more public facing we tend to Mm -hmm. be the one that get a lot of the accolades but you know i um unfortunately we're we're down to a a distilling staff of, of three of us now but there were four of us for a while and you know, it's it's every single one of us. Where like, can I find an application? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Is is Dustin still there? Dustin is still here. Dustin's still my oh, my, my lead distiller. Yeah, he's. Oh, I love amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, nice. give him a give him a, a pound for us while you're out there. I definitely that's will. Cool. Yeah, I would. Cool. Do you have any other good questions? Because I have one good question. No, bring on your good question. That was my Before, good uh, question. So I'm re- I'm ready to start drinking this because. Mm-hmm. I love. So, yeah, tell us about Ode to Isla as much as you can. Well, hold on. And... I have one more question <laughs> before that, Cole. Jeez so, Louise, yeah, but mine man. wasn't a question. Mine was a command. <laughs> All right. So on tell your us. left arm, what 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 uh what is, is that, that alcohol? That's ethanol. Nice. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah, okay. That's my right. that's my nerdy distillers tattoo. The running joke is in case I forget what I'm supposed to be doing for the day. <laughs> oh, right, right. We're making booze. We're making booze. Oh, that's nice. funny. You have a nerdy tattoo on your arm, and cool. my only yeah. visible tattoo is super nerdy. <laughs> Mine's math because I like oh, I'm yeah, an actuary. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Right. And you got something on the other arm too, please. While the YouTube listeners are oh, watching, or yeah. the YouTube viewers. Uh, that's there. We go. Oh, cool. So that's yeah. pretty fresh looking. Uh, so this one is about four months old. Yeah, 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 it looks nice. Yeah, yeah. It's like a skeleton in a. Did you get it in Tucson? I did. Yeah. So it's just nice. a, it's just a, it's a cyborg, uh, vaquero, skeleton. <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, I got I that it. on my gut, but I yeah. knew, uh, shapes, I won't show Yeah, I got it. my cyborg. Can we up. drink this now? Can we go Let's eat drink, on But this? please, Mark, um, it sounds like there were some changes from the distiller's cut to the Ode to Isla and the other two, the Frontera or something like that. Frontera and Normandy. Yeah. Normandy, so, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, so the Frontera, which we actually just bottled today as of this recording. Ooh. Yeah, um, that is our classics or unsmoked single malt finished in Pedro Jimenez uh, Sherry Botas. Ooh, PX, baby. Yes. Uh, and then that comes out end of this month, March. Uh, so that nice. comes out every March and April. The Normandy okay. is our classic finished in uh, Calvados Barrels. Okay. That comes out every August. But then what we are drinking, the Ode to Isla... This is actually born out of our winter release. Okay. Uh, so since you guys are long-term fans, you know the winter release was our Dorado, which is our mesquited, not peated single uh-huh. malt. And it's so frigging good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's 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 what brought me to the distillery was just that That's awesome. it was beautiful. But over the years, we've reduced the smokiness, you know, just kind of uh-huh. the demand the demands of the industry. Um, but winter release came about as a way to kind of harken back to the original Dorado, like what Steven's original idea was, which is this very aggressive, very smoky, but not unpleasant, not overdone. Uh, So yeah, so that's last year was winter release when we created this, what we call our global cast collection. Excuse me. Um, That was the Frontera, the Normandy, and then the Ota Isla, because all of three of them have influences from European styles of distilling. Nice. I um, feel free to pour some for yourself if you haven't. Oh, you already did. It. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I the first time I ever had uh, Del Bach was it was given to me as a gift, and I was living in Phoenix at the time, and I had never seen the bottle before. But you know, when you're given a gift, you're like, ah, what the heck, you know? Like, I'll just see what it tastes like. I don't know. This is gonna sound weird. The, the bottle for me that was like, holy crap, I'm a whiskey guy, was Eagle Rare 17 2015. Mm-hmm. It just, it, like, I enjoyed whiskey before that, but I wasn't, holy crap, I'm a whiskey guy until I had that. The same kind of reaction I had to that pour is what I had to Dorado um, in, like, at a few years. It was, like, 2019, is I think, is when I got it. Or maybe mm-hmm. mid-2020 or something like that. But I think it was 2020, um, yeah. And yeah, it had to be 2020 because it was end of 2020. 2020 we 2019. Because yeah. I came on 2020. And then this that's right, was... That's right. So on our show, we have a, a category of a whiskey or a note or this or that where we call it Hubba to What. And yeah. Del Bach <laughs> was the Hubba to What of Hubba to What's because Cole hates small barrel finishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I'm su- I used to be such a critic of 22 <laughs> or so gallon barrels. I'm like, ah, like it's never good. And then I was like humbled. Yeah. When I showed up to Well, that, that's um, the thing is like we've Delbach. had a lot of like localized smaller craft distillers where you're like, "Okay, yeah. We'll see what they do what 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 comes of it, right?" Yeah. And the Dorado we had, we were both like, "Oh my gosh, hubbub of it's, what? Uh, this is not what I expected." So it's, few distilleries like, know yeah. how to use the small format barrel. And I will I will beat that drum. And, you know, we use yeah. small format at Boot Hill. We use small format at uh, uh-huh. 10th Ward. Another yeah. reason I fell in love with Del Bach is like, they know how to do it. And they nailed it. Is it. This, yeah, and they nailed it. And Stephen and uh, Nathan, the original head distiller, they figured it out. <laughs> 
yeah Oof. it's uh it's so funny too because uh yeah i used to be like no I'll ne- i probably will never enjoy a whiskey and i was just floored uh and and yeah i right, so- and then it tasted like the like it tasted like a teen year uh isla to me mm-hmm. and it was like less than two years old yep. and and i was like holy crap how are they doing this so yeah i remember thinking this is like this is on this on the tier of dorado which is like what 40 45 bucks or something like that uh well it's up to 60 now but yeah okay yeah maybe it was that <laughs> to begin with but um it was like uh ardbeg core reckon status to me which is like $120, like probably in the teens, Isla, if you ask, if I were to guess, uh, mm-hmm. age-wise. Um, and I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. So anyway, okay, so so nose notes, Robbie. Any any nose notes you're getting? Nose, um, when I first opened the bottle, it was very present, like just a good smokiness, but it's that mesquite, mesquite which is yeah. super neat. I like it's, <laughs> which I, I we said it before, I'll say it again. Is very approachable if you like barbecue chips, right? Like this just hits on a level where you're like, oh, okay, this is approachable. Whereas like you get a typical Isla and you're like, okay, it's it smells like cigarettes. It's like yeah, kind of smoke. So, right? Yeah, so this is very approachable yeah. on the nose. Uh-huh. On the palate though, I do get like there's a spiciness there, and then the smoke lingers for a little while, like a long while. Like this mm-hmm. just draws out. It is so, like, wow, pleasantly smoky in the mesquite way. Um, but there's also like a like the ABV on it hits really nice. It gets hot for a while, and it just lingers. Like this is a good <sighs> sit with your friends. Mm-hmm. We're just going over the like. It's been a heck of a week, and we're just chilling, and. You take a sip and you can just sit. I love it. This is so far. It's great. I love it. I appreciate that. Yeah. And it's interesting. The 110. So it's 55% ABV. Um, I will. I actually use this bottle as an argument because if you can believe it, I will. I also have strong opinions about things. (laughs) There are some people I meet that are like, oh man, it has to be cask strength or nothing. And I'm like, well, you're missing out on so many amazing things then. Totally. Because cask strength on this is almost undrinkable. Wow. It is so hot. The the astringency of the mesquite is so present on the front and mid palate. But you proof it down to 100, it's watery. You lose oh, that nuance. You lose that. This, to me, is a good argument of thoughtful proofing. Because yeah. we did, you know, Dustin and I and the other distillers, uh, Abby and Raymond, we sat down and we proofed about four different versions Nice. And we were like, what, which one has this progression that we want? And the, the 110 was it. It was that 55% because you, you're right. You get that heat. You get that bloom that comes across. Yep, absolutely. But you have that sweet honey of the mesquite that just hangs out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not getting a ton of like a honey note, like a sweetness, but I'm it is. It. Right on you the are? finish. Okay. It's beautiful. I'm getting like a leathery tobacco kind of like finish that just like, that's where I'm at where it's just, it's just there and it lingers and it stays. No, this is So one of the things that I love about a whiskey is when it's complex and you get 
this. Oh, absolutely. You get that. It's all over the place. And this is where it's at, where and it just lingers for friggin' ever, man. It's so good. It's good. This okay. I appreciate that a lot. I loved uh 2020 fall. Um the it was a smokier uh mm-hmm. it was like the tequila finish. I say I'm pretty uh, sure that was the tequila barrel, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was it was fantastic. And I loved <clears throat> there's a total wine barrel pick that I have that's a, a Dorado pick, and it's even better than the Dorado, and I love the Dorado. I'm not just saying this because our listeners know we try to be just pretty, pretty, uh, you know, minus one objective. episode where we were. Yeah. When Robbie screwed it up, <laughs> but it up. this is, this is the best release yet I've had from Delbach. Um, I will say is, this. Uh-huh. No, you No, Yeah. I, let me, let me, let me just say the, the bloom you were talking about is, is almost, almost to the point of mouthfeel mesquite. Like mm-hmm. you can feel the smokiness, but it's not overwhelming. It's like, uh, just per- like there's like it's hard for me to describe, but I, I could probably show it on. There's ups and downs of this whiskey, and they're all good. But there's like moments where the the mesquite is perfect, and the... it is so well balanced. Thank you. With the, the, the sweetness. Idea. Yeah. That, that we have with uh-huh. us and that, the, yeah. you know, when we were talking within the distillery is to me, the, the Ota Isla formerly winter is yeah. how close can we get to unpleasant? Yeah. yeah. But not crossover. Like I, I have that same theory with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, just, you want it aggressive, but you don't want it unpleasant. And, and yeah. Yeah. that that means a lot to hear that because that was the goal was c- how dangerously can we tread to that line? Yeah. And this is, I think the transitions say the most about this whiskey to me. Where it so, goes from sweet to immediate peat, not peat, sorry, mesquite, uh, where there's that smokiness and then the smokiness fades to not only honey, but like a good honey, like like Manuka honey style, like good honey. Ah, oh. the heck is Manuka honey? It's like New Zealandy, and it's from okay. a certain flower, and it's, but it's All like right. it's like high quality, like spend a lot of money type honey. So, Mark, I I'm, I don't want to offend you here. Adding some water, like I added two drops to like just a little bit of whiskey or water. Mm-hmm. Um, the nose to me gets that sweet kind of like honeyness to it. It's, little, mm-hmm. it's definitely sweeter. It um uh, gets mosquiter, sweeter and mosquiter with with Ooh. one drop. <laughs> and I do like it. I mean, I don't want to tell you how to do your job. I like it a little bit. <laughs> you should have gone one oh one oh five. One one oh nine, one oh nine, yeah, one oh nine point nine nine five. Just that, um, that that tenth of a percent of ABV. No, no, no. I no. Mm. So, but like, so here's the thing: is I think a good the best oh whiskeys, like that. We, so we always do like water. We do or we do neat water and then iced, and the best whiskeys hold up on each level. Now we yeah. still have ice to go. We'll see how it turns out. So and but, I may be I may be showing my hand and like it's gonna derail and you guys are gonna be like, what is this hot garbage? The recommendation on the back of the label is oh, with uh-huh. one large Ooh. ice cube. Okay. That is my I personal recommendation. Oh, large ice cube. 
for that reason. Okay. So yeah. So I I hope I don't ruin it. You guys are like, no, man. Like you're talking about. You're the prophet here. So stones. That's great. On the water pour, I I agree. It was even better. Um, it was better in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was more honey forward on this one. The the, uh, sure. the the mesquite Mosquito. was kind of behind the honey for me, but it was like holy crap! Like right from the get go, this is a hub of a what. And I, you know, I I honestly like our listeners know we're pretty honest people. Uh, we but like this, I'm not just saying this because you're here, Mark. This is this is my favorite Delbach yet. Thank you. And as as I I, I think I stalked you guys on your instagram and youtube and commented uh-huh genuinely and that and that was a tough lesson to learn but harsh feedback is always appreciated <laughs> oh yeah not, not on this i'll tell you what man because <laughs> um, i have no harsh feedback for Selbach <laughs> yet but i will let you know because yeah because i would say no it was a it was tough because like when when you would have people criticize it was this kind of I always used to say, hey, here's my heart and soul. Yeah. Everything that is me, I put into it. Please tell me how terrible it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But as I've gotten older, and I think maybe, I hope, a little more mature, is Uh, that realization of I have my own biases. Yeah. And if it sucks, someone's got to tell me. Because if it sucks, it's not going to sell. And I don't have a job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And if you just go with what you feel, it's like no one else agrees with you. Yeah. Right. All right, so I dropped a cube here. Great nose. Nose is still good. Different. Usually ice kills stuff. Yeah. This, it's it didn't kill it. It's still sweet. It's like a... It's not like super intense sweetness, but it's very much like a sunset or sunrise kind of sweetness where it's just like... It's the, the sun's coming up, the sun's going down, and there's that glow. So it's got a glow of sweetness to it, for sure, on the nose. Didn't kill it. Get the mesquite there, too. I'm already starting to think of my rating for this, and I haven't even sipped the ice yet. But, uh... Oh! Is it good? Yeah, it's recommended. It said literally on the bottle, it says, Our recommendation is to serve with one large ice cube. I did a small ice cube. This stick. is so with ice for me. Busted into my freezer. Oh, it's a huge very cube. large. Yeah, cube. that's a big cube. So that's what I always do is like my shtick, I, I pause it and I like chew an ice cube down to the correct size. What the heck? I gotta interrupt you guys. <laughs> this is a great whiskey. Sorry, Robbie, go on. No, it's like this is the most palatable, Ooh. easy sipping of the three. So I'm like, this is, this is a hub of what whiskey where you can like, and like, we're not just saying this because you're on it. We friggin' love Del Bach. Nothing on Del Bach has ever disappointed. Like I went to a bar though, and I was, um, we you got in, a old Pueblo. Yeah. We were in Arizona. Um, oh, OP. Middle of January, and my wife, like, we were with friends, and she's like, No, we can't go to the Delbach. That's like a three hour trip, round trip. Plus, it, uh, so then we went to a bar that Cole recommended, and I got Old Pueblo. And I'm like, Excuse me, I ordered a whiskey 
<laughs> there's no color on this one and she's like yeah that's what we poured you you drunk and i was yeah. like and i drank it it was great everything is so good this is like all three phases like no matter how somebody likes to drink a whiskey if you like scotches you like that smokiness this is a this is something you gotta try for sure like everything hits on a great level um, I'm ignoring my kids are getting off the bus right now, and I am still loving this. Like, I, <laughs> gosh, I told so, Cole, I was like, Cole, at four o'clock, I gotta go. I'm gonna trust them because daddy's drinking. Yeah, trust the kids. Dad's drinking. <laughs> so, um, good. so, thank you. Here's what blows my mind about this one, and I'm glad to have you on for this segment or this whole episode because. I hope it encourages you to keep this up. Like my thought is I don't know if you, let alone anyone could keep this up next year. Oh, this is that good. I will be honest that that whiskey wash review posted five out of five. Please. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. This gushing review. We we had someone come in and like, Oh oh my God, I've already drank through both of my bottles. Where can I find it? Oh, I'm, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be. I would be freaked out. Like, what if I never in my whole career keep up with this? If like, all you do is this, if you can replicate everything oh about goodness. this, you're set. It's it so is. good. No it is pressure. so well balanced. <laughs> so that's what I, I really about love about every pour. Oh, go Single ahead. Malt. Single malt, right? Yeah. It is, but it has like spicy, like rye spiciness. It's got bourbon sweetness. Um, it's honey. Obviously, Baby. got like scotchiness to it, where it's got the smokiness. It's a freaking jack of all trades, man! Like it hits everything so perfectly, and nothing is out of place. It's so good. That's exactly right. It is so nothing's out of place. Like it is the perfect amount of sweet, the perfect amount of smoke, the perfect amount of just no, uh, no matter how you want to drink perfect. it. No matter how you want to drink it, like exactly, you're a guy, you're a water guy, you're an ice guy. Like, I cannot say it. that about like Ardbeg or Lafroig. <laughs> uh, so this, like this, in my opinion, wow. rivals like high end Yamazaki eighteen kind oh, of yeah. stuff. Where it's like you can put anything with this, and it's good. So I gotta look that up. <sighs> the, the, oh my here, god, whiskey wash, Ode to the Isla. Oh, I, I can Here, shoot keep you talking. on Instagram if you... Oh, you did? You got it? Yeah, please. I'll... I would love for you to read it and hopefully not... Okay. Uh, yeah, if you, could, if you could read it, just read it because we agree well, so far. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of oh, it is... Oh, you sent kind... it to me. I'll read it. I'll read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of it is just history of the company, which is always good. Like, it's good to, it's good to always have history, but uh, yeah. But there's like so... a review at the end. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... So, so I'll read this real quick. And this is from the Whiskey Wash. And who wrote this? Or who wrote? Uh, Jerry Janae Sampson. Just so we give her credit. Um, on the nose, or the appearance, full bodies, long legs, rich amber color. Nose, the mesquite is instantly recognizable along with leather. Actually, I'm going to skip to the summary. Oh, I said leather. Look at me. Yeah. Oh, leather. <laughs> good. Um, uh, but yeah, let's get to the summary where she says, I appreciate the different viewpoint of Whiskey Del Baca Ota Isla. I can recognize the reverence to peated scotch while appreciating the desire to carve a path for themselves in the American single malt community. I believe the best way to innovate 
and create is to borrow from the past while creating something wholly forward thinking. And I believe that is the, with this expression, Whiskey to the Box shows great promise uh, as a long lasting brand. My biggest lament, oh wait, I guess, so maybe this isn't the one I was thinking of, but she says, my biggest lament is that I will soon be finished with the bottle and will likely not have another anytime soon. So Um, yeah, the, the second paragraph down, Okay. And this from this is what again just yeah from the top to just this is okay. what as again as I just sent me like giddily sharing it with the distillers and like guys so <clears throat> it's classic but modern unique but familiar and I'm happy to say that the annual limited release whiskey del Bach Ode to Isla is one of the best whiskeys I've ever tasted. Yo, and so Mark, did you have <laughs> a hand in every bit of this one? Uh, so no, I can't say that. Okay. No, I, this was a blend of, we actually had a distiller's cut from 2019 that never got released. Okay. And it had been sitting there and we'd been thinking of ways we could use it. And, you know, we just, we weren't at the point like tasting it. We're like, this isn't what I think we wanted. And so, so we had this particular distiller's cut that had been finished in a mix of tequila and bourbon barrels and then blended. Okay. And again, it was just, it just wasn't like there by itself. And then that was only a little bit of this, but then. Okay. The Wait, was this the one I was talking about? Like similar to the one or was it different? No, it was different. This one never okay. got released. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so this one never came out. Um, so, so we had, we had this particular um, finishing, these two finishing casks yeah. that, that we, you know, I think I, so I would say we're probably distilled in 2018. Um, and they were, they were in, they were in glass. So, you know, we're not getting a lot of extraction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it was a mix of some of the stuff that I've been able to make since I've been there and a little bit of stuff that Veronica made. So this is actually, this is actually the, a blend and a particular mix of three different head distillers products. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that makes it even more scary that you might be able like to Mo. replicate yeah. this. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Again, I'll do it. Like, yeah, asking for everybody's notes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, and then you know, I would, I would, I would personally, you might not agree, but I would personally say the hardest job, and I'm not a distiller, so I wouldn't know, but I would imagine the hardest job of distilling is concocting the final blend and final product. Uh, everything else is is slow work that you can expect time to to make the most impact on. If you take you know these this blend and put it together and proof it just right, which I imagine is not even as easy as I just said. Um, it's, I've had it's, hand sanitizer and oak barrel for the last five years, and it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it no, is. This is yeah. It's something, unfortunately, I don't think it's a lot of attention within the industry. And mm-hmm. this is as someone who has head distiller in their title, you know, yeah. blending is just as if not more important. And it it has to all marry. You have to Absolutely. you have to start with good juice. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah, can't garbage in, garbage out. Exactly. But no. I've tasted people's stuff that the juice was good going into the barrel, but they didn't put any thought into how they blended it. And it came across as unbalanced, came across as conflicting. 
and and yeah so like it's one of the things that i love teaching people and teaching other distillers is your job isn't done once we pull it out of the barrel yeah we now have to think about how all of these interact totally so is that like the hardest part of your job you'd you'd say or like the most uh weight on your shoulders part of your job uh some days (laughs) yeah yeah i believe um it it depends uh i mean 90 percent of the time that is i think what we probably spend the longest probably the the heaviest load of thought goes into the blending of we we sensory every single barrel before it gets blended we do tasting notes we you know we will say yeah this one's good or you know these have two conflicting but if they come together they're going to marry and and create something really nice a lot of and i say this when there's always things that go wrong always challenges you face but distilling is kind of factory work um you're you're making the same mash every day you're you're distilling it out the same way every day now we're still putting thoughts into how we make the cuts we're still making thoughts into what you know proof we go into the barrel but it is that okay we've done all of this hard work everything's happened now we need to be thinking of what it is going to taste like in the bottle yeah and that's always at least to me one of the highest points of anxiety is Yeah, we can have the same tasting new make time after time after time after time. Yeah. But once it gets into the barrels, the first distillery I was at, our uh, our director of operations, Ron, he would always say whiskey making is 75% science, 25% magic. Uh-huh. And part of the magic is the barrel. Like we know yeah. why it happens. We know what happens. We can track the extractions of sugars. Yeah. But there's so much <laughs> variation yeah that we yeah, got some that's where you girls yelled in the bag but <laughs> but um all right so i would think it's more of like 70 percent, 75 percent, like the dis like mash distilling thing uh 20 percent the magic and five percent being able to find the bunghole like that <laughs> sounds tricky to me that's you get rough. nervous Formula. Oh no! Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark, this is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this myself, and hopefully Robbie will be back soon. But uh, Robbie had to take care of some yelling children. But I'll give you I'll give you a idea, Mark, of my general rating. Uh, nine plus. We usually say is like hubba to what great. Like it's surprising. It is delicious. Um, and eight plus eight plus is like, I enjoy this. Um, eight to nine is like, I enjoy this. I think they're doing a great thing. And like for me, like seven and below is like, I wouldn't buy it again. Um, and I have a weird, like there's a logarithmic scale probably going on here uh, where it's like everything is like really, like if it's good, it's between eight and, and 10 easily mm-hmm. i i think the highest score i've ever given on the podcast is a 9.7 um because i always think maybe this will be outdone um i dare say i know my score but i dare say this might be potentially the best single malt i've ever had um and i give it a 9.65 uh 
Okay. The there's oh, something yeah. about done it. Don't get me wrong in the in the American world and especially bourbon rye. Uh, but I I do believe this is as far as I can tell, this is the perfect single malt to me. Like this is uh, perfectly balanced. And and I, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna take yeah. it back next week and be like because Mark <laughs> was on, we really gave it a score of an eight point one. This is not bespoken <laughs> spirits where Robbie yeah, screws exactly. everything with Robbie. Up. Yeah. But I think uh, this is honestly you got your you got your work cut out for you to 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 outdo this. I I really mean that, and that's my worst, or my harshest critique of you, Mark. Outdo this, and you will get a like a ten, uh, probably. You know, so that's 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 what I got. I right, I think so nine point six five. The goal. Yeah, exactly. Rating wise, towards it. Yeah, I'm giving this a nine point eight. This is a nice. jack of all trades. Like there's yeah. nothing not to love about this. Like if if you don't like whiskeys in general, this would yeah. still be a good introductory to whiskey. Whereas just Absolutely. like put it with some water, water it down. Yeah. Ice, um, yeah. If it was easy to find, like you could even make a good cocktail out of this, right? Not easy to find. Mark, we're coming out. You're distributing story. up. Um, hey, I, I don't, you, I don't get Del in Idaho. I don't get Del in Idaho, and it freaking kills me. Um, we don't get it in Virginia. I pulled a move to get it out here. Oh, <laughs> so, um, and my brother's in Virginia, so he has to pull moves to get it too. So perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, but this is like it's the it's got a lot of good bourbony kind of notes. Where like if you're a bourbon drinker, you'll like it. If you like rye, you're gonna like it. If you like uh, scotches, you're gonna like it. Oh, absolutely. If you like Irishes, maybe not for you. But that's like yeah. One if you're for- like sold on just Irishes, <laughs> maybe not this. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're but in like, a Katamara. Yeah. But like this, I, I I honestly say it, and I mean it. This rivals like a Yamazaki 18, where you're like, this is so good in every facet. Complex, yeah. Of being able to drink it, it's complex. It's got such great notes. Like so, yeah. Go nine point eight. This, this is, is like a hub of what when we expected hub of what we did, and then that, that doesn't yeah. happen. Like hub yeah, of what's yeah. usually like. I wasn't a left field. Much from this. Yeah, so this no. was good. Like, but this was like I was expecting much, and this was real good. Yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. That that it I always say it feels very rote and it feels very um just it played out, but that's genuinely what what makes it worth it. Like yeah. we we tend to live in our little bubble as distillers, as we know what we like, you know, we're we're putting our heart and soul into it, and God, I hope people like it when it goes out. <laughs> <laughs> and, well yeah, and so I mean we that. and again and the and last I, Go ahead. I can't, I, I, I can't take credit for this 100%. Like, this is not, this is not a, yeah. this is not the Mark v- A. Viertaler show. This is, this is me. This is Dustin. This is Abby. This is Raymond. This is Veronica. Yeah. This is Nathan. Yeah. This is Steven. You know, this is built upon built upon built. And yeah. so, yeah, but that, that's, that, that's amazing. That, 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 you means guys a lot. nailed the amalgamation of everybody because this is, yeah. So good. So, yeah. So good. And that's my, that's my, my uh, hope for, for next hiney. year. but but like here's the thing is like heck i can assure you mark you're probably not gonna outdo yourself every year uh you know you know this i'll take consistency yeah yeah yeah. if If you can keep up with this yeah exactly and but like i 
know I probably can't get another bottle of this. And I have mostly full bottle at this point. This is going to last me years now because... Mine's gone. Be... I got two ounces. What this, is, the... this is like my empty bottle of Eagle Rare 17 2015, where it's like, it took year. It took over probably two years to finish it because I only shared it with the people that were like, oh, so you, you, you really like whiskey it. and you're a really good friend of mine and you're going to mm. enjoy this, not only whiskey, but this moment. This is that kind of whiskey. This is like special people, special occasion whiskey for me. So absolutely, seriously, thank you guys. All that's right. that's amazing. <laughs> it, no, yeah, like I'm, it up, man. I'm getting I'm getting choked up. My my wife's gonna have to talk <laughs> my ego down now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel ya. Well, Mark, we we appreciate you. Uh, what rating would you give this, Mark? Uh, <sighs> I mean, so this is why I was always a terrible reviewer. Uh-huh. Is the the part of me goes, and especially with my own juice, yeah, I see what was done well, and I see what I feel could be done better. Um, yeah, I hear. Him. I I I would give this a nine. I would I when we tasted it, you know, it, it's that balance of be humble enough to know that you're human, you make mistakes, not everything's gonna rock, but also be confident enough to know we killed this and this was one did when we finished blending we finished proofing we stood around and we sipped it and we went this is something special yeah so did you so so can i ask is there any aspect of it you want to improve on most (sighs) that is that is an excellent question um honestly uh-huh. genuinely i wish there was a little more smoke okay yeah just a little just a yeah, little yeah, tiny I bit see that. like okay. i again the, the idea of taking it as close to the edge as you can get and not going over and yeah there is there's a little space I believe it's 28 it's the 2018 winter release okay so the 2018 winter release in the span of i think three weeks i had uh-huh. five different people tell me that is the favorite th- my favorite thing that you have ever put out that whiskey del Bach nice. has ever produced is uh-huh. the 2018 winter release and because in that short of time so many people told me that i dug a bottle out of our archive nice it's beautiful it uh-huh. is it's it has all of the notes it's of this I, oh i I'm, i'll have <laughs> like and i even told i even told the distilling team i'm like we need to sit and we need to analyze this because yeah, totally. it is even more smoky than this. Yeah. But it's beautiful. It's so balanced. It is not nice. astringent. It yeah. is not too punchy, but there's a little bit of heat. So, so yeah, 2018 winter release. That is what I, I hope we can keep. That's what we can nice. strive for. That That's great. It, that year was to the people who told me that, they were absolutely right. It is a brilliant, brilliant whiskey. Have they tried this one in comparison? I don't know yet. Um, in they fact, um, Abby, one of our distillers, she was just at an event last night that they uh-huh. were there, one of the people who told me that. And I should have uh-huh. said, hey, ask Chris what he thinks of this year's Ota. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, and I respect anyone who can say who could taste something and say i want to keep this and do you like i mean did uh the person before veronica leave notes 
for how they made it. That Veronica Vaughn. He left. He left production notes, but not oh, what okay. specifically went into 2018. And oh, yeah, rough, exactly. And so, like, Can I you don't call him up. <laughs> we thought about it. I'm like, uh, so Dust Dustin is still is still uh, friends with him, and I was like, uh-huh. Dustin. Can you ask him what he did with 2018? Because it yeah. is just so well done. Yeah, and, that's amazing. And yeah, that. it's again, obviously, incredibly proud of this. I, I, we, sometimes you talk about peak moments within your yeah. within your career. This was one of them where we pulled this and we tasted it, and we're like, we stand behind this. And yeah. but then again, after that, I was like, oh, 2018, you try 2018, and I set that one aside, and I was like we should always strive to be better. And 2018 kind of slaps. <laughs> and when I yeah. say kind of slaps, it's amazing. It's so good. Okay. It, w- y- so I think you mentioned this, but do you think 2018 beat this? Just because of the smokiness, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah. And, and that's again, why, that's, yeah, that's, that's, probably, that's probably the number one thing is I just, I want a little more smoke on it. And, yeah. so and the 2018 of, did that. Out of personal selfishness, do you have any more bottles of this around? Of we, Odila? We, we actually do not at the distillery. We, oh, we sold out in nine days. Nine days. Yeah, that's yeah. why I got on it. <laughs> Quick. Now. And you know who else has a bottle, uh, Robbie? Bryce Marita got a bottle. Mr. Mar- oh, Bryce. Yeah. Now, that caveat, we sold out at the distillery. If you have still have contacts here in Arizona... It's still on the shelves in is it Phoenix really? and Tucson. Oh, it really? Is. Yeah. Okay, so listeners. Get me if you see it on the now. shelf, buy two, one for Robbie, one for me, and then buy a third <laughs> for yourself. And shameless self nope, plug. buy a third for uh-huh. Robbie's second. If you if you go to whiskeydelbach.com and you go uh-huh. to our whiskey tab and you click on Ode to Isla, we have been keeping an updated list of where the Ode is available. Oh, good so, to know. Yeah, yeah. listeners, okay. check that well, out. Uh, especially Marco Monday. and KC. AZ. So we can yeah. hopefully get all the bottles before it comes out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, Marco, Brian, whoever else uh, is a listener out in Arizona, seriously, let us know. Buy one for yourself, but also hit us And if right. your liquor store doesn't have it, ask for it. <laughs> okay. Good to I know. I have mentioned so many times the guys in Idaho, like, talk to the distributors figure it out we got to get delbach up here it's so yeah good especially yeah even virginia anything all uh, you guys I feel like we got a states. nice connection control now states. yeah worst ever yeah uh we I, you so, know, again i was yeah. in maryland for three years and we couldn't get into virginia i'm like we're next to you yeah it's not even <laughs> worth it yeah yeah i, I i'm yeah. an hour drive i can physically drive this to your state stores no 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 we're good we're good yeah, there's still certain old brands Controlled that we can't get here. Willet, for example, not even sold in Virginia. Yeah. And it's like one of the older ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. But Messages um, Mark. Of... <laughs> Mark, we appreciate you, man. Um, we're gonna we're gonna close out, but I appreciate everything and uh let us or let it be known, rather, that um this will not be the last time we have you on the podcast. If, as long as you keep inviting me back, I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and then that's we just get to talk whiskey. So exactly. this portion was supposed yeah. to be a half an hour to forty five minutes. Yeah, and, yeah, and like it went an hour right now. Like yeah, it's, it's gonna be a long episode, but we love it. 
It's hard. It's hard to get me to shut up. I apologize about that. No, no, no. did it with us. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Mark. Um, yeah, but Mark, we, uh, yeah, keep it up, and 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 we'll keep it up as well. Uh, but any last words? Where 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 can people find out more about um, Whiskey Del Bach? Uh, let us know all the marketing stuff you know. Oh yeah, because the the pluggable plugs. Uh, yeah, yeah. So whiskeydelbach.com obviously um that gets updated regularly we're on instagram at whiskeydelbach uh facebook whiskeydelbach um we have a tiktok but it's not updated (laughs) regularly but also whiskeydelbach um but yeah you know we we update regularly across social um we try to be very engaged with uh with everyone and and yeah just you know like i said just feedback good bad ugly we yeah. appreciate it and it means a lot to hear from everyone that's great and uh you can check out mark at uh whiskey icarus is that whiskey yes. with an e or without an e it's whiskey without an e only okay. because the one with an e was not available <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> like, oh, make it whiskey and you left the e someone I'm, took I'm, it <laughs> i'm glad you picked that as opposed to like whiskey del whiskey 69 hashtag yeah, yeah. <laughs> underscore underscore it's, it's it's totally yeah. a ripoff of kyle kinane one of my favorite stand-up comics he had uh-huh. an album called whiskey icarus and nice. when i started distilling i'm like that is gonna be my handle Perfect. <laughs> oh i love it that's great and then uh you can check out Stephen paul at whiskero del Bach, yes and amanda Catherine paul i believe at the at her basically her name right correct and yeah, and, and Stephen uh, and Amanda uh, are uh-huh. uh, father and daughter. They are our co-founders yep. of Whiskey Delbach. Yep, and uh, and give them uh, give them a fist bump too, and tell uh, Stephen that I want you to have a raise. And um, <laughs> oh, it's and recorded. That's... It's recorded now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but Mark, uh, we appreciate you, man. And uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, next time we have you on. But uh, I wish you luck in the. Uh, next distilling season so thank you so uh, much yeah. and and again thank you thank you so much for the kind words it really does mean a lot oh absolutely man all right we'll see you later all right so one thirteen oh four. cool i kind of feel like we're just gonna do a special episode where it was just everything we recorded uh we might as well well yeah, no, we haven't done was... an intro yet <laughs> well i i feel like maybe on the podcast i'll do a special like i'll do a voiceover and then bring in this whole thing because that was a whole episode right there and that was friggin fun thanks mark yeah again my my pleasure again it the running joke at the distillery is oh man i loved that part where mark talked about whiskey for a really (laughs) long time (laughs) it just got really nerdy about it which Uh, is what we're all about here my wife like if my wife comes on tours like she came, uh-huh. I, t- I taught a class last night and she came to Wait, did you just she- say tours? Wait, wait, we gotta, we gotta take oh. a moment here. So he's, he is, so I say tour, ah, but Robbie tours. is emphatic or whatever the word is about tour. saying tour as you said it. So that's yeah. a vote for Robbie. But go on. As, that's as, like one of our running, like, yeah, we'll have <laughs> to add that to the end of the podcast. Mid Midwestern guy, I got you. Roof. It, oh. it took me a long time to say roof. Do you up say on, root beer? Uh, root beer up on the roof. So what do you, what do you, <laughs> would you call a small 
part of water that's not as large as a river that might go under an interstate that you fish out of. Oh, you mean a creek? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's. But yeah, so my wife will stand behind me and she'll do the cutoff motion. She's like, honey, no one gives a shit. No one cares. Like, you're way you. too deep into the weeds right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're really way too excited about it, too. Oh, yeah. That's what my wife will say. Like, you got really into that, man. Like, no one cared. <laughs> Wait, you want to talk about pitch rates for yeast and congener development? Yeah, uh-huh. let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So, Mark, we have a good uh, good friend of ours. His name is John Hughes. He's in Kentucky. Yeah. He has a podcast called Embellish Pod. Yeah. And he will, like, get into the weeds on anything i would highly wise. recommend connecting you to yes. yeah i would love that he does a great pod. he does more of like an npr style i would always say podcast oh. where it's like super informative but super like real mm-hmm. yeah but yeah yeah no you fit in like honestly like it was supposed to be a 30 minute segment and then we do the rest of our show like no this uh-huh. is the show so i appreciate you coming on <laughs> yeah it was fun for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so, sorry, I nuked the format. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, you... this always happens when we have a uh, interview going on. So, yeah. uh, no, you're perfect. Um, so the other thing, one five panel hat, bring it back to Dell Box so I can represent. On yeah. Again, two, I, I want another one. Two. Like any release you guys have, can we please be on the media list? Yeah, we'll pay for every one of them. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. So, sure. so I've been helping, uh, again, Jenny's our director of marketing. She is absolutely brilliant by uh-huh. her own admission. She doesn't come from the liquor industry. Like, uh-huh. so, so I have you guys on the media list now. Perfect. So, Perfect. Yeah. Oh, gosh. so you should be anticipating a bottle or two of Frontera heading your way. Ah, uh, we appreciate it so much. <sighs> Everything. And, you guys uh, yeah. We'll keep singing awesome. your guys praises as long as you keep making good stuff. That's for sure. That's the goal. Like, I, I and and not even lying. Like that is that is the stress. A lot of times is like when we do oh, something really it. good. Is oh God, can we keep this up? Yeah. Like, or <laughs> but, but even at that, like even like your old pueblo, your standard is that's yeah, good. Good. It's good. Yeah. That's... It's accessible. It's easy. It was like like I got it and I was like. I thought I ordered whiskey. I'm like, I said, oh, okay. That's I. I recognize this unaged it's, right now. It's our Dorado new make. Old yeah. Pueblo is just mm-hmm. Dorado new make. It's so. It's yeah. So even there. So like, thank you. You just make sure you guys keep that standard up, and then you can play around in the sandbox as much as you want. And it's yeah, and that's the beauty yeah. too. Is that like no one's expecting this exact release, <laughs> or probably even 2018 winter release right every year um but if you could keep up that 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 like range yeah right that's it and i'm with you though that smoking like the mesquite smokiness that's a shtick that friggin works like yeah. it's so good it's so different but surprisingly accessible. perfect yeah and yeah. it's it's so finicky like that that's oh, one yeah. of the things is like you know i always tell people it's like people are like oh my god your job must be amazing you drink for a living and for the most part, it is. It is amazing and wonderful. Yeah. But, you know, the one-offs, the faults, the things that go completely awry, they don't see the public. <laughs> Those yeah. are – but we always find something to do with them. And there have been times where, like, let's experiment with this. One of them is really, you know, really pushing that smoke. And you taste it and you go, 
we we can't do anything with this at least not oh, as it is like yeah, it, yeah. it can be blended into something it can be finished it can yeah but it is this very fine line and i've i've had some whiskeys in the past that i've tasted and i'm not going to throw any particular brands under the bus but i was like <laughs> I, I admire what you were going for but this never yeah. should have seen the light of day for sure like, and that's not to say i wouldn't have made something like that but yeah. the decision is going do we want is, other people to taste I get a bottle that? of that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh that's man. awesome. Ah, oh, this is great. This is like, this is great. I feel good. Very good about this episode already. And, this uh, is one of those things, Mark, thank you for coming on because it feels like, yeah. like we genuinely, ever since we had the Dorado as a yeah. one-off and it was like, friggin' love this brand. So yeah. thank you for coming on. It was lots of fun. Um, we're known for two things. Well, more than maybe two, but like we're fanboys of like early on Buffalo Trace, but now yeah, yeah. we're like Delbach fanboys. So it's fun yeah. to just talk about your stuff. So we appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And it and I feel like there's so much more to talk about on future episodes when we have you on next. So, yes. Uh, so, you know, we could talk more about Delbach and rather than your resume. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to be so asking sorry, for the record. I, no, no. Yeah. It was fun just talking to you. No, no, no. It was, yeah, yeah. No, it was all, it was all organic. That was culture. all our questions leading to that. So that was, I was, I, I have other of personal questions I didn't ask. <laughs> so awesome. Well, awesome. Well, we, we took a little more of your time than we asked for, but um, yeah, we appreciate Thanks it, Mark. So and we'll keep yeah. in touch for sure. Please do. And, Please uh, do it seriously. And, and yeah, thank let you guys us know for the there's... love. It, it, me- it does oh, mean yeah. a lot. And and as I, I'll reiterate again on the Sentinel, never be afraid with something of ours to be honest with it. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I no. will like getting, getting that honest feedback. That's how we tweak. And that's how we, because again, I've learned, I have my biases. I yeah. know what I like, but that isn't what everyone else likes. And that's maybe for not sure. what the public likes. So yeah. I think um, you chose really wisely on the age and the uh, mash bill on this one. I think that was really, really good. I could use a little more smoke. I'll tell you that. So, so could I, but that's actually one of the things we changed was we were so afraid of because smoke's so divisive. Yeah. Like we just wanted that little bit, that little bit to be like, this is ours. Yeah, but not to turn people off. They're like, "Oh God, nah, smoke it." I, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. And stand out. We tasted some garbage rye. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm not even exaggerating. I tasted over 100 samples from about 70 wow. different distilleries, wow. and there was oh, some really bad stuff far. out there. Yeah, it was like. Yeah. So that's why, like, everyone's like, "Why MGP?" I'm like, "Well, one, they know what they're doing." Yeah, exactly. The juice was good. Yeah, and two, it was also like affordable, like. We yeah. did, I will admit, we did have a rye from a distillery in upstate New York that uh-huh. I was like, this is brilliant. We can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> which, sure. which, which one was that? Uh, Black Button. Okay. They oh, do, we... they're, out, they're in Rochester. They do okay. an Empire rye. Oh, cool. That it treads the line between like a Monongahela and a Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew how to pronounce that, <laughs> but now I know. You, you got you got to get your degree in communications, Cole. Yeah, you yeah. have to live in Maryland for three years, where seventy five percent of everywhere you go are uh, Indigenous American terms. Like uh-huh. we moved like John. to no, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Monocacy. We. Oh wow! My wife and I moved there. We're like Mono Casey. Oh, and uh-huh. I was like, where the hell are you from? It's Monocacy. 
not 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 from the Mid Atlantic. Sorry, well, that's like Wisconsin. Here, like, I went yeah. to. I was like, oh, turn on Ow Yahi, and my mother in law is like, that's Owyhee, you dummy. I'm like, I don't speak this language. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, yeah. So if you ever need Monongahela, 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 or Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is easier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We did but one yeah. episode on um it was a uh, bluebird distilling out of uh oh, Alleg- yeah. not in Allegheny. Um so it's a they do a few single malts um mm-hmm. out of just east or just west of Philadelphia, kind of where I grew up actually. Born oh, gotcha, yeah. yeah. But anyway, but Mark, thank you so much. Yeah, we don't want to yeah. take any more of your time. No, 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 uh, because, seriously, it's yeah. again, I I have I have trouble shutting up, so I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity. Again, thank you guys for the support. It it does mean a lot. No, absolutely. We'll keep it up as long as you keep it up. So, and we'll be honest. Like if you put out crap, I will be honest about it at this point because I feel good telling you honestly that it's not good when you have so many, so many things that I've tried that are above and beyond. So yeah. Appreciate that. I I always say you know, the best the best thing that ever happened to me as a distiller was my wife, and nice. I fell in love with her because she has zero filter, and she has continued <laughs> to have zero filter. I, I said the seventeen recipes of gin. She straight up was like, "You're not planning on selling this, are you?" That's great. <laughs> I so I was planning on it. Is it not yeah, good? <laughs> similar to my wife, she's very passive aggressive of family, and uh, I tell my wife, I'm like, I love the fact that that you are aggressive aggressive because I yeah know she you is stand. it must be women coming from passive aggressive because i love my in-laws her parents very passive aggressive my wife aggressive aggressive Perfect. <laughs> oh and you know where you stand it, like you mess yeah, up yeah, yeah. you know why and you she chose up, you, you know both you of you up, and exactly. you know how to fix it yeah like oh exactly. i won't do that again because that was the problem and i appreciate the communication between us thank yeah. you <laughs> yeah what is my heart is my heart is destroyed but from love and i appreciate and i that. and i yeah. will do better than I let my heart get destroyed again exactly. I'll <laughs> what is your what, so what's your wife do uh she is the office manager for a tech company okay so, so she's she is numbers based and she is a woman in the tech field so that's nice that has that has helped her, I think, cultivate that no bullshit attitude. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So one. Okay. Uh, we'll let you go yeah, after yes, this. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, music wise, one question I want to ask: because we we do talk a lot about music. So, like, what mm-hmm. are some of your favorite bands that you're listening to now? Slash all time favorites. Like, what's your newest favorite? What's your all time favorite? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, all time favorites: Tom Waits. Okay. Tom, Tom Waits. So. Tom Waits. Oh my God. Look up Tom Waits. He, he sounds like a man that has gargled hot asphalt. <laughs> he, That's a good way to put it. He's really hard to define in terms of genre. Um, uh-huh. Like his early stuff is very kind of like dive bar. Like you can smell the smoke and whiskey coming off of it. Um, brilliant brilliant artist so tom waits is my all-time favorite oh man what i've been into lately so i have a soft spot and i have for a long time for mf doom so mf mf doom is a rapper he died in 2020 unfortunately but i highly recommend any of his stuff 
so metal face doom his whole his nice. whole shtick is focused around like dr doom okay from marvel comics yeah he's got a big <sighs> following out like after post mortem mm-hmm. like yeah. that's kind of where i picked him up and saw him so yeah 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 and like i was lucky enough back in my journalism days my sports writer at the newspaper like uh-huh. saw him before he even got signed oh and wow. so nice. like yeah i got introduced to him <clears throat> early but oh, those cool. are those are the two i always come back to um i i'm digging gorilla's new album that just dropped yeah. last friday yeah it's definitely uh i listened to some of it already and it's pretty good yeah cracker island it's it's good um uh-huh uh, so, so this is going to get esoteric. He's not a uh-huh. he's not a new artist, but I just discovered him about a year ago. Oh, I'm going to have to look at his. I'm pretty sure it is. You, okay, so, okay. Sorry, it's, it's Anthony Anthony Joseph. Okay, he is a British poet. Um, but his poems are set to music, and it oh, is. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's very it's very jazz. It's very kind of free form, and I don't know. There's something about it that is just like absolutely heartrending when you listen That's to cool. it. Have you ever heard uh, a, a Marylander? Uh, have you ever heard of Future Islands? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, Future Islands. Yeah, I feel like I was like I bet he would somewhat like them because they're they're yes. very uh, especially the singer. He's very uh uses his voice as an instrument in my opinion right. um and yeah. uh yeah i was like from what i'm hearing i bet he would enjoy that so but if, All you, right. if you need a good introduction to tom Waits, uh-huh. yeah please nighthawks at the diner nighthawks at the diner <sighs> it was night 1974 1975 i think it is a live recording in a diner wow and it is it is from start to finish one set and he has so he has these songs then he has these little interludes and i always say like that's a good introduction to tom waits because some of his later stuff gets really off the wall (laughs) and if i if i'm like in the garage working on my motorcycles and i have tom waits on my wife will come out and be like honey are you okay are you depressed Ah, (laughs) so we okay mark you like are in good company here man man. (laughs) no i uh yeah my wife does the same thing with me when i start listening to like uh the twilight sad and like my scottish bands um she'd be like do you need to listen to that right now? I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't, but I am. It's where I'm at right now. Yeah. When I dig into the the deep cut Smashing Pumpkins, it's probably the same way. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Nighthawks at the bar. Nighthawks okay, at, at the diner. Yeah, Nighthawks at the diner. Um, okay, that reminds I, uh, me of like, and it's the album. Like, okay, cool. I'm gonna ask the album where he just recorded on a track, and like the E Street Band was like, nope that's the album yeah nice oh god recording on eight track but it makes me think of mountain goats like mountain <laughs> goats. what's like oh is that a band, band? it's a it's a band so okay yeah, mountain goats? Oh. so, so <laughs> my uh, wife would be like like we so cool is nice enough to share his youtube music account with my wife and i so my yeah, wife and i share uh-huh. one account 
And she'd be like, what are you looking up? Okay, mountain goats? So so the mountain goats, it's it's technically one guy named John Darniel, but he he's had the same like studio band for forever. Kind of alt rock. Um again, very heartrending, very, but he recorded an album called All Hail West Texas. Okay. And it is recorded on this shitball tape recorder, a mono tape recorder. And he plays the guitar on it. He plays the synth on it. It sounds terrible. It's wonderful. It's so beautifully done. (laughs) All right. I don't see that album. I see it. Oh, you do? Oh, no, I found it. Yep. Um, All Hail West Texas is a weird one to get into. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I'm just playing it so it saves. Yeah. Um, but like he has some other well-known ones that are, are really good and a little more like accessible. But I was introduced to Mountain Goats from my brother and sister-in-law. And the first album they got me was All Hail West Texas. And the first time I heard it was like, this is terrible. Why did this send? Why did you send this to me? And then I think <gasps> two days went by. I was like, I really uh-huh. want to listen to that again. <laughs> nice. That was All like right. me in the national. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have got to go start my dinner for my family. As Cole, do I. Mark, thank Cole, you so much. What we talked about, like, we'll just make this a special episode where we don't do our regular shtick and we'll do. We got to do week. an intro. <laughs> but we'll um, figure it out. You, you do the YouTube intro. I'll do the okay, cool. uh, podcast intro. That sounds good. Uh, Mark, have you ever listened to Frightened Rabbit? I have, and he committed suicide. Yeah, it's so sad. Oh, I don't know why. Yes. Yeah. So that is like my all-time favorite band. Saw him live like five times. If oh I could go back in time, I would follow them around. They're great. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you listen to Frightened Rabbit. That's my all-time favorite band. Yeah, yeah. that's an amazing band. Oh, Mark, gosh. did you ever get have to you see ever heard of? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I, God, I'm bad good. about seeing people live. Like Leonard, <laughs> Le- Leonard Cohen was on my list to see live and he died. So, um, well, this is it. <laughs> we funny. just talked about last week on the podcast. I was like, Tom Petty was always on my list. Yeah. And then, like, because he would show, because I grew up in Washington, he'd come around every year in the summer to um, a venue nearby. And then I didn't get to see him. So, yes. Oh, Mark. <laughs> I got to go. I got to get a chicken yes, in the oven. Too. I'm leaving. This is so fun. Thank you thank for you everything. Guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Absolute we'll have you on again. Pleasure. We'll yeah. take care of Thanks both again. of you. We'll talk you later. You too. We'll Bye. see you. Perfect. See you. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet.